0: I think that's a great idea, you know, finding an investor friendly real estate agent. Um, I was in real estate for a number of years uh, before the you know recession and all that and, and I think that that's a great idea because yeah. every especially right now in this market, well every market's local, of course, but like everybody's feeling the crunch of the interest rates. and I think that a lot of real estate agents out there are looking to try and diversify and create other ways to make money. And that's a great way for a real estate agent. If there are any real estate agents listening right now, this is a great way, get investor friendly, start going out there and networking with investors who are doing flips and offer that service. Welcome back everybody to the Mind Your Own Business Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today we have my good friend, Jamie the Thunder Meyer. Jamie's a a good buddy of mine, and we're in uh, some mastermind groups together. Jamie's in real estate, amongst other things. Jamie, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here, brother.
1: Thank you, Stephen, for (laughs) inviting me to the amazing, let's say amazing podcast that you got going here. And like I said, we're uh, good friends on another mastermind group, and that's where we met each other, and like I said, it's been Great journey so far, uh, being great friends with together with you. Yeah. So I started real estate three years ago, in, uh, March. I got into a real estate program called Fortune Builders. Basically teach you from A to Z. You sign up for their program, and then you get all kinds of stuff. And then you get coaching for a year. You just set up a call. You can get a couple calls a day, or whatever it is. And then they, they kind of help you. You have to go through a situation that you have come up, right? And then they also, they have like a Facebook group where we can throw deals out there. This, that.
0: Three years ago, you guys started in real estate. What did you do before real estate?
1: I had a W 2 job and surveyed. I surveyed for uh, almost 20 years now. So, like property surveys, like property, commercial, uh, road construction, you name it. I've been, I've been on some really big projects too, like millions and millions of dollar projects. The big ones are been like highway stuff, like bridges and redoing, and adding more lanes, whatever it is. We're helping out one right now, too. This, this is like a bus lane. It's here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis area, where they're going from the downtown St. Paul area to an outer suburb. So...
0: Is that near the Mall of America?
1: Um, not this one.
0: I've been to the Mall of America one time. I got a whole bunch of cheese curds in me and I almost threw up and then I
1: left. That that <laughs> place is uh one of a kind. That's is is huge.
0: Yeah, it's, that's a way to say it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I haven't been, it's been a while since I've been there. It's probably God, I would have to say probably a good 2 years, 3 years since I've been there. I don't you know, like you said, it's too big.
0: It's massive. Yeah, they got a, they got their own uh, college in there, right? Their own university inside.
1: Yeah, and then they also have like play area for kids and stuff. Like they have a little roller coasters and... Crazy, like a uh, theme park. A little small theme park for kids.
0: So tell me a little bit about like why you wanted to leave a W-2 and get involved in real estate.
1: I basically wanted to be my own boss. Like I'm sick of working for somebody else and making money for them, right? That's the big thing with entrepreneurs, like want to be do your own thing. And like I said, basically create financial freedom. So you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Right. Yeah. So that's basically the main gist of it. Like I was sick of work and making money for somebody else.
0: So in the last three years, right. So you got involved in real estate, what in 2019 or 2020? Yeah. Just
1: before COVID. So when COVID went down, normally they have places you go for live coaching stuff. Like I had a three-day one that I got into just before COVID, and then we actually went on site and we walked through some houses and said, "Okay, what what are we going to fix on this?" And then, like, basically, you know, got we had like a little spreadsheet and we kind of went over the spreadsheet of how what we're going to fix, what it's going to cost. Just kind of went through that whole spiel like that. Actually, it was like a week later, I believe COVID hit. Well, then that shut down their whole live stuff, and then they went to virtual zoom stuff and so then which wasn't like you said it we had we were stuck at home right so which was a good thing also too, be for us on that side because then we just sat and watched zoom calls and and learned it that way instead of i mean it's granted it's always nicer to be you know on site doing things but it was also wasn't was waste of time either right because we were sitting at we had to be at home anyway so it's like at least we we're working, or at least doing something that we love doing, right?
0: Yeah. So basically it forced you to be a remote real estate investor. Yeah. But and then it showed you that you could do that and it was possible. You didn't have to be on site to make those deals happen.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: So what kind of those deals are- did you like start looking at? Kind of take me through like your journey through real estate investing, like what you started with and maybe what you're you're doing now with it.
1: Our very first flip was um we paid four twenty for it. Um the rehab was right around one thirty and we ended up selling it for seven hundred.
0: Wow, that's good. Um, so five sixty all in.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Sold it for yeah. seven hundred. So after uh after fees, you guys netted about a hundred thousand?
1: A little less than that. All okay. said and done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: wow, that's great man. and how long did that flip take
1: that one took i believe it's seven months so then from that one so we went on the luxury side of things then you know because like you said the uh, there's cheaper flips right you know get into that 200 300 range and you know spend 50 or 50k on a, you know the rehab and then and then selling it right so with being that one it was like like i said it kind of got our got ourself into a luxury side of things so then we went to, we just stayed that same road. We Our next house, we got, literally got up the kitty corner, up the road, because, well, there's three kids, and then the mother and father, the father passed away, and then the mother passed away during COVID. So they were going to put their house on the market and um, sell it. They actually came down and went, toured our house, the one we flipped, when we had an open house or whatever. That I You know, we weren't there at that time, you know. But they came and threw it, and then they said they were putting their house on little They caught wind that hey, they they asked us if we would do it, because their mom was really against. Because not only the area that we we're in, they also what was going is going on because the times were good. Was people were tearing them down completely, tearing them down, and then building like a one point, say one point five to two million dollar house. You know, it went big because they it, and they could get away with it because it was just the area right they asked if we were gonna do that and i said no we will just update everything and then we'll put it back on the market so they said well can you give us an offer and we gave them an offer and they say accepted it And it was pretty cool with that one because then we brought them in through the journey Two of the it was two daughters and a son the son lived in missouri so but during the thing the two daughters would ask if we could if they could stop by and we'd stop by and we showed them what was going on and and then the son actually came back one of the one of the times that we were pretty close to being done and um he got to go through it too. We brought him through it. Um so he got to see a little bit closer when it was done, but not completely.
0: What did the numbers look like on that deal?
1: Bought that one at 525. Um the rehab was um 180 Okay. And we sold that one for eight fifty-five.
0: Okay. Yeah. Eight fifty-five. Okay. That's great. So another uh another deal where it was about a hundred or so, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, a little less. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's awesome, man. That's great. Yeah. And so yeah. would you say that it's the same amount of work to do a bigger deal like that than a smaller house, or is it a little bit more work? Basically, That's what I'm getting at is like, you know, if you had to do it again or not do it again you're doing it again you're currently yeah. doing it but like would you go after the smaller things like do they sell faster or do the bigger ones sell faster or what do you notice there? Well, that
1: that's the thing with the luxury side is um it sells it doesn't sell quite as fast as um the little ones right they they just don't they don't like they don't quite sell because you obviously you got to have a different buyer when you're getting in the, in the 700 to a million dollar range right that's okay. a different different person you know so yeah so like like you said it's luxury i i love it because it's just like you said it's a bigger animal and then i don't know you get to you can you get to really nail down some really cool things that you can do instead of you know like a 200 hundred dollar flip or 200k to you know whatever those kind of ranges you gotta like get by all cheap shit and just it just I, I'm not saying it's not enjoyable, but I, I enjoy like, you know, going cool on the luxury side where you can actually get, get some really nice quality stuff, right. Nice Me cabinets, too. nice Me countertops, too. you know, cause I'm a cheaper flip. You, you can't do that. You can't afford it. It, it won't work, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. And in our construction company, that's what we it. focus on too. We focus on yeah. the high quality stuff. We don't, we don't actually work with any investors at all. Cause we don't want to do cheap stuff.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So then it went from that one to we went, then we made a big jump. We bought, um, this is our million dollar flip actually. We went from, we bought it at $650, um, 200 and, 280 for the rehab, and then we sold it for $1.175.
0: 1. Wow. Okay. So you guys, on that one, you netted probably what, 250 ish?
1: No. We went we we're right at a hundred just because we had oh. some hiccups of on the very end of it. We had we had a chimney that failed. So that caused a whole ruckus. Wow. It, that one sucked. That one for that part of stuff like that came up. The the buyer was a doctor, paid cash, right? And was just nitpicking things and which I get it. You know, we're at that range where they can and they and they did it. But the what the whole the whole what the chimney thing was was very interesting. Learning um, because the city didn't even have their codes, weren't even up to date to like can justify that chimney was because the actual the chimney companies. We had two people come and visit, or bid it, and two of them were both of them were like, "Wow, this chimney is in excellent shape!" Like, wow, you no, know, like, but she was anal. She wanted it lined. So it, was, so, it came into a, like, they can line it, but it was just a hassle. And it costed more than we wanted it to be, but it is what it is, right? At that point. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, that's some of the pitfalls, right? Like, some of the pitfalls of going with, like, a higher bracket or high, higher um, sales prices, you're going to get those, some buyers who are really going to be nitpicky about stuff, right? Yep. So some of the pitfalls of real estate, inve- I mean, there's a lot of pitfalls in real estate investing, right? But there's yeah. also a massive amount of upside as well.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. There's always, like you said, there's other, There's good, you know, there's still good things out there, you know, like good deals and like good opportunities, you know, especially any in investors, you know, that I've had, you no, know, in from any, and from all from so far, I've raised over a million dollars just in in investors jumping in on op- opportunities like these you know to you know and they're getting double digit returns you know okay
0: so let's talk about that a little bit so you you don't you really use any of your own money to buy these flips
1: nope nope okay. so I don't used- use uh, nope I don't use I use I take that back I used some of it right away when we got started but after it got rolling then I didn't then I didn't use anymore because like I said I I knew I could start raising money or and like you said, investors like you, I, whoever, um, you know, they wanted an opportunity to earn money um, off the side. Like you said, the big thing with, you know, like investors is we got to start them on a self-directed account, so then you know they're not getting taxed on it, so they can, like you said, put their money in there, and then we borrow, they borrow to us, and then we and then we give them the return plus their profit, and then they don't get taxed on that. Okay.
0: Well, let's, so, let's dive, let's dive into that part a little bit more. So, I mean, you and I both know self-directed IRAs and stuff, but I think that there's like a common misconception with IRAs that you can't invest in real estate. So talk about that a little bit. How, how can people invest in real estate with an IRA?
1: Well, so the big one is if if like, if you have your current say if you're a W 2 and your current job, you can, the only thing that with a current current 401k ira is is you then that then it's a percent you can only borrow against a percent of it but if you have a previous 401k that's golden because what you can do is take what if you want to say there's 100k in there and you want to take 50k out of it and throw it in a self-direct you just take that transfers right into a self-direct it doesn't you don't you know no again nobody touches it goes right into the account nobody gets you're not getting taxed on it So then, when you, okay, so now this investor wants to invest 50K with me. Well, then, okay, then I, he gives me the 50K. Say he makes, I don't know, whatever the deal is. Say he makes 10K on the opportunity. So then he gets his 50K back plus 10K. He has to pay the taxes on the 10K because we have to, we have to K one them because we, you know, like I said, we pay that. So technically, he's only going to have to pay the taxes on that to go back in there. Again, now that goes, only goes back in there. And then, now he can okay. So now the next now he's got sixty k in there. Now he can borrow it again, and now, like you said, now he won't get, you know, whatever he makes. He only gets he only has to pay taxes on what he makes on Okay. That opportunity.
0: So okay, so he pay they do pay taxes on the money that they make. So if he makes yeah. ten grand, he pays taxes on that ten grand. Yeah, but because it that, goes back in there. It goes back into the IRA, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Because we have to, cause we have to tax him on that, you know, cause we, cause we, on our end, we got to, you know, file taxes and we, we paid him 10 K, you know, on his, cause the 50 K really doesn't come in. effect. I mean, it, it helps us, but then also, but it doesn't really, but say then now he made 10 K on his 50, 50 K investment. So that's where we gotta, we have to give him a tax thing and saying, Hey, we gave you 10, we, we paid you 10K profit. So he's got to claim that. So, you know what I'm saying?
0: Got it. Okay. So, then the big advantage, it sounds like, is that they can pull money out of that without penalty because they're not actually pulling it out. They're loaning it to themselves.
1: Exactly. So, that's so say, the big advantage. You're right. Exactly. They are, you're exactly right. They're loaning it to themselves. And then, like you said, being a private investor at that point.
0: So this is like one of the best kept secrets for investing in real estate, because the, yeah. if I remember correctly, the Rockefeller, the Rockefellers are the ones that actually like created the whole self-directed IRA system. Uh, yeah. And it's 200 years later, it's still in place to this day Exactly for, for a reason.
1: Exactly. And not only that, but, you know, even like, say, like for you, um, your AI business or whatever, you want to scale that. Um, they can they can uh, borrow you you know what i'm saying they can borrow you too like so it doesn't have to be just real estate that they they invest in they can invest in any kind of company you know or, although or or,
0: although investing in somebody's like startup for example right so like with our ai services company um uh, that would be more risky than investing in real estate
1: yeah 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 cuz yes when, when they you're, invest you're, with you are, you're, 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 Right. You're correct on that because what we do is with what their money is, we, we have them on the loan document. so if something would happen to say me, like you said, I get hit by a bus and so they can, again, so now they're on the title so then they can whatever help, you know, get it finished. Right. And then they put that house back on the market and then they sell it and then they get their money. They get their money. So they're, you know, we have them secured by the loan and then plus we, them on our, the insurance too um in case something like you said in case something happens they're secured so they're fully
0: yeah they're they're 100 secured their money is safe investing yes. with you
1: yeah it's not again here we are like i mean you know 100 it's not 100 percent guarantee right like the house could flop and whatever you know but uh but a good chance that that won't happen. But it just, there is, you know, like what you've never seen a house go to zero, right? So, right. like I said, it's very, very slim. But it's like you said, we can't say 100% because totally is not a hundred. We can't agree to that 100%. But
0: sure. Yeah. But I mean, close. but as far as like protecting their investment, they, yeah. they're secured by a piece of real property. Real Whereas property. if somebody was going to invest in our AI services company, they're investing into nothing secured. Yeah. They're investing into totally us, great. our company, uh, our intellectual property. But like, what was it? Where's the value in that? There's no tangible asset yeah. that they can hang yeah. on to. Whereas, yeah. if people use their self-directed IRA to invest in real estate and real property, even if you are a terrible, terrible flipper and you do an awful job, and you guys let's say break even, they're still getting their money back.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. There hasn't been a person that I haven't paid back, like you said, because you're right. I mean, just, I mean, it'd be, you'd really have to not know what you're really, really not doing in order to, like you said, to go upside down. Right. But yeah. Yeah.
0: So what kind of projects are you guys working on right now? What are you doing?
1: So right now we have, um, we have two things going on. We have one in, um, Atlanta, Georgia. And then one in jacksonville florida one oh. the jacksonville florida one um that again that one was a cheaper one now that one we went to the like your cheap range we bought it for what was it 200 and we had 50 in the rehab so we're trying to sell it this one we're only going to make probably around 50 300 we're right in the 300 range for selling it it's on the market now we're getting offers. Um, Atlanta Georgia one, now, this can be this, I can, I'll can. i go with a little story on this one. So we bought this one from the parents now. This is from the parents. Um, now, this is over a year. Now, this is right out of a, right a year ago, I believe. We're right out of a year. Wow. So they, so then they have older sons. We do not know exactly how old their sons are. They're, we're thinking like the 30 range. They have two of them. All of a sudden, they become squatters. And I've never like you said this whole covid thing and this I, it's just amazing what squatters can get away with nowadays. Yeah. I I we're just floored like okay so now they so now they're pushing back and saying that whatever their their parents weren't capable enough to sign the papers but they had their own lawyer. Top it off now they had their own lawyer. Wow. So the lawyer went through all the paperwork they signed it. everything was agreed we signed it. And like you said, then we went to go get in the property, and they were there. And then they pulled, started pulling strings, and everything left right. I mean, they. So again, yeah, so then you got to give them a sixty-day no notice, minimum of sixty-day notice. Then it's and then they can still fight it, and they're still fighting it now. We now it goes to a judge, and the judge is gonna ask to make the final call. Like it just, it just been a nightmare from day one like we got like you said interest payments going out it it just was not it's not been a good deal on that one but like you said it is what it is we'll get through it all said and done but the profit that went from really good to now terrible
0: wow so you're investing in these out of state obviously you're in twin cities minnesota and you've got one deal in atlanta and another one in florida how do you find these deals
1: um, a lot of us just, um, wholesalers, okay. like both of those are wholesalers. I mean, um, or just like you said, just go online and start, I mean, like you said, you can have a CRM and go into you know, different areas, right? Pick whatever I, my other business partner, um, is in, uh, Tampa, Florida. So he's been coming across quite a few deals in Florida that we're looking at now, um, instead of up here it's really slow up here because of the time of the year um minnesota you basically you got from basically from september i'd say the end of september to (coughs) excuse me february it's really slow because people don't want to move during the winter and holidays yeah so it's terrible here trying to sell a house in that time frame
0: so how do you deal with like contractors uh, and all that stuff remotely
1: um that was so the uh, the jacksonville was well both of these are the but uh, we haven't got a contractor in an atlanta one but our jackson one we had um back to again i was um, another mastermind i found a contractor in there and um um he ended up doing the work so I just had him do a lot of videos and take pictures of things. Um, I, after, cause that was our first time doing virtual like that. Now the next ones that we do, either him, him or I are going to fly to it, go through it, write down everything, you know, write down everything that needs to be rehab and get a little bit cause they, they kind of screwed us a little bit on that side of things because they said that this needed to be fixed. When we didn't, we don't think it really needed to be fixed. And so, if we would have went there, one of us would have went there and walked through it first and got a you know good strong rehab thing. Then, then we could have just held to our ground. But we didn't. And so we got to, We had to kind of take their word for a little bit. And the rehab could have been a lot cheaper, let's put it that way. After all said and done, so it was a learning experience on that part of it.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So, so you're basically finding local contractors that are doing all the yeah. work for you. You're mostly relying on uh, their pictures and videos that they're sending you. But on future deals, you're going to be traveling physically yourself to go well, do the inspection. Well, we just
1: got. We just figured we'd have to make it once, at least one stop shop, or one, at least one time. Yeah, and that's before everything gets rolling, because then like we can say, well, okay, this is what I have on my spreadsheet. and he he has something else well i'll say throw that out we're not we're not doing it yeah i've been there i looked at it so i know what i want or we want you know so instead of him saying well this is this need to be done well it was hard to justify it when we weren't even there you know what i'm saying so yeah definitely like you said that was a good one It was a good one learning experience so
0: what what i'm hearing is basically Either you have somebody you trust on site or, you know, boots on the ground, or you physically go to that property yourself and do your own inspection as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. The other thing we heard too, and we'll kind of maybe look into a little bit is having a realtor, say the realtor that we're going to have sell the house, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Just have them bob in once in a while and just check things over and then just give them at the end, you know, cause they're going to sell it for us. We'll just give them another half a percent or, you know what I'm saying? Something to help help them for their time, you know, yeah. basically.
0: Yeah, incentivize but, them to, to help you out and do that part of it. And I think that's a great idea, you know, finding an investor-friendly real estate agent. Um, I was in real estate for a number of years uh, before the, you know, recession and all that. And, and I think that that's a great idea because yeah. every, especially right now in this market, Well, every market's local, of course, but like everybody's feeling the crunch of the interest rates. And I think that a lot of real estate agents out there are looking to try and diversify and create other ways to make money. And that's a great way for a real estate agent. If there are any real estate agents listening right now, this is a great way. Get investor friendly, start going out there and networking with investors who are doing flips and offer that service. Offer the service to... Almost be like a project manager, but not really a project manager. More like a a project checker-upper, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and and see just what's checking, going on. Yeah,
1: just making sure the work's getting done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really, and like you said, it. I don't know. You know, say it takes you ten minutes to walk through the property. It's not like you're. It's not a whole lot of time. You know, you just you're just stopping in there, walking through the property a little bit, checking things out, and then won't leaving. I mean, it, and you could, like you said time at where you're driving by another house, looking at a, another property, whatever it is, you know? like, So it's yeah. not really a lot of time out of their time either, you know?
0: Yeah, it's really not. It's really, yeah. really not. And that could equal, you know, an extra 10 grand or something like that yeah. for them upon sale.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. A little extra cash.
0: Yeah, definitely worth it. And I mean, you can obviously incentivize them uh, by signing a listing agreement with them prior to.
1: Right, right.
0: You exactly. have that stipulation in there. So that way everybody feels comfortable. Everything's fair and above board. Yeah. Uh, cause there's a lot of screwy business in real estate, yeah. especially in the agent world. You know, there's a lot of people that a lot of people promise things like sellers, right? Seller. Oh yeah. You'll get the listing. Yeah. 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 And then they never do. And they go with their cousin or whatever, cause they're going to give yeah. them another quarter percent off. So Yep. I think this is a really good. This is really good advice to uh, flippers and investors is to sign a listing agreement with yep. them and say, "Hey, I'm going to pay you an extra half a percent if you agree to do these checkups. These, let's yep. say, weekly checkups, maybe twice yep. a week or something, depending on how yep. much is going on in that property." Yep. yep, and that secures their future to list the property. So I think that's exactly. a great idea.
1: Yeah. How are you and finding Sorry, My thing ahead. too with, with realtors, if I always tell any of the realtors that I've come across, I said, you bring me the deal, I will close the deal, you get that, you get the, the front end, and then also now you get to sell it on the back end. So I've always told that for every realtor that brings me a deal, you know, an off market deal or on market, whatever it is. Um, I said, You get the you get to sell it to me and then you get to sell it to another seller. Yeah. Or buyer, another buyer.
0: Hey everybody really quick I just wanted to let you know that we do this for free we do this out of the goodness of our heart and all that we ask of you is just to quickly leave a review if you wouldn't mind it really helps the algorithm and it helps push this out to a lot more people every time you do that and if you've already subscribed that's awesome thank you so much but definitely leave a review it really really helps us out and I know for you guys it only takes like less than 30 seconds. Okay, back to the show. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Are you strictly doing residential stuff? Are you guys looking at commercial as well?
1: We are um, looking at commercial now. We might do some, we're trying to get out a little bit of the single family stuff a little bit more and go into the multifamily. We do have um, my partner in Florida there. Him and I have a four unit in Washington, D.C. Again, that came in, that opportunity came up to him He's on the financing side of things, so he gets some pretty cool deals. And um that came up, and so what we had to do with that one was we had to flip it basically and then put it back on the market. Um, again, back to that story, back to the squatter thing. Here, we had another squatter, two squatters in that one, too. So we got two of the four units done, we got them flipped in really nice. Um, and then we we're trying to get we're in the meantime. We're trying to get these two others, two other squatters, in there. And we, like you said, we offered them. What? What's this is what's mind boggling. You offer a person cash to get, to help them move out and to find another place, and they don't take it. I, I, I that's what's mind boggling me because we did the same thing in Atlanta, Georgia. We offered them cash, and said, "Hey, here's some cash. Go, whatever. It's good down payment for your next for a rental property. Whatever a rental." apartment, whatever it is. And I said, you don't have to pay for that up front. And I, and we don't, and so now, you know, like same goes for the lineup and same goes for these other people. Now they don't get anything. They're going to eventually the cop is going to come knocking on their door and saying, you got to get out now. Like they don't have a choice. They got, they don't have a choice. They got to get out. Like, but they left money on the table. That's it's mind boggling. how people leave money on the table like that. Wow. I don't,
0: now, how, how much are you offering them? What are you giving them?
1: um the one well everyone actually all three of them we offered 5k for the atlanta property and then 5k five each on the um the the uh four unit in washington dc wow yeah
0: i mean that's enough for a down payment right for a security deposit and first month's rent yeah. depending on the size of the property that they're going to buy right or right. i mean rent rather
1: right
0: yeah i mean that's But I guess some people just don't want to leave, right? Some people want to stay where they're at.
1: Yep. Yep. And I get that, too. But but then the end, they got to realize that they don't have a choice at a certain point. You know, whenever that point comes, the cop is going to knock on their door.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then they're going to get nothing.
1: And they're going to get kicked out. Exactly. Yeah. They get, like, you know, an hour to get their shit out, like. That's wild, man. I, that's what's that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what's mind boggling. And even the Lana and the Lana one, we actually gave them five plus, we said, hey, we'll we'll pay for the moving company too. Wow. I didn't take it. I don't I like I said, it's just mind boggling how people think. I don't I don't get it. Like I don't what their thought process is. I get like you said, I get the you don't want to move, but but there comes to a point that you don't have a choice either
0: yeah well i mean we all learn through our experiences don't we
1: yeah <laughs> yeah but i don't know i still if somebody's coming to my house and saying hey you're getting booted and i'll give you 5k i don't know i think it would take it
0: yeah right there so is. so are you looking for any other kind of larger uh commercial deals or is that are you looking for like residential style are you go- are you guys going after like warehouses and things like that too or no
1: no we're not going after warehouses we're going to go after bigger um uh, multifamily family you know like from we're trying to go from like we're saying from like a minimum right around a 50 to 300 300 yeah. units yeah
0: 50 to 300 units so you guys yeah. going to do like a syndication model
1: yep yeah, okay. syndication where like you said i i love my that's one thing what i love doing Besides I'm really good at the construction side of things. I'm really good at that too. Cause I've been around all my life. But the other thing, what I love doing is making connections. Just like you, you know, we all love, we love making connections. I, I love that part of making connections with investors. Um, I have one where, and I think, I think it has to do with the holiday season where that I brought in or I, I land, almost, I landed, I think, and not 100% yet, but I landed a million dollar investor, um, is going to help us with some, some good opportunities. Right. So we're hoping, hoping after the first year, they're kind of like on the fence about things and they're, you know what I'm saying? They're dragging their feet, which I get it at this time of year, you know, people are, don't really want to do much right at the time of the holidays and I get it. But yeah, I, I just recently, um, again, social media reached out to a person and um, here, here she has another invest or another person that she knows that wants to could be up to 6 million
0: that's awesome and so so if you get those investments right if you get a million or five million or six million um you can take that money and turn that right because of a down payment you can turn that money into a right one million down let's say that's a 20 percent down yep you can turn that into a $5 million purchase.
1: Yep, exactly. That's and I think we're that's, seeing, the so.
0: pow- that's the power of real estate is that you don't ha- like, people think that I'll never be able to buy a $5 million property. And it's like, well, yeah, you will. All you gotta do is either find, uh, you know, you gotta find one person who will invest a million dollars.
1: Yep.
0: Or you find 10 people with a hundred thousand. Yep. And I exactly. think that people people are afraid People don't think that there's that much money out there, but money is literally everywhere. Oh, yes. Investor money is literally everywhere, but you have to have a compelling enough offer. You have to make money feel safe. Yeah. And you have to make people feel like they're going to get their money back because those are the two most important things, right?
1: Great. Right. well and the big one is like know and trust they gotta like know and trust you i mean mm-hmm. that's a big one right there like all the, those three like they gotta trust you they gotta like you they gotta know you mm-hmm. um in the, in order to some some like that stuff like a million dollars has to happen i mean they gotta you know gotta like you said they gotta feel comfortable investing their million dollars into something um you know, but, uh, but like well, that's so like I said. What I like about with real estate is because, like you said, it's it's backed up by a property. You know, like like his there'll be a, a multi 50, 50 unit multi family. You know, say just for you know that he puts it down a million dollars on that. But what I've noticed r- right now at the moment is, like you said, of all the interest rates and stuff. People are wanting to go more short-term stuff investing. So then with that, then you got to, like you said, then you got to look for something like a flip because you, multifamily, it's, it's a minimum, usually a minimum of five years. You're They have to invest on a big multifamily deal because we can't, you know, we're going to rehab, we're going to buy it. And then, like I said, and then eventually get it up and then, and then either refi it out and then, them and then and then we get started from there then that's all ours from the rest from there on or we sell whatever whatever the opportunity is there at that point um
0: so you're talking about the burr method yeah kind of yep right can you go over that what's what's the burr method for people that don't know what it
1: is well the burr method is like you said you buy it rehab it and then and then you basically so then you, you can, you can do it again. Basically you can keep doing it again, 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 because you're, like you said, you're putting your money in there. You're, like I you said, rehabbing it. And then, and like I said, then, then at the end where, like I said, I did, then I can sell it or I refi it out. And, and then, like I say, if there's any investors in, then we, when we refi it out at that point, then we pay off their what they invested and then they, like I said, it either go on their merry way or they we get them in another opportunity. 90% of the time, usually they get another opportunity. And like I said, then when we refi it out, then it's all basically ours that we're making so much a year. Say 100K a year on that property. The, so then like
0: you, so you buy it, right? And then you'll rehab it and then you you refi everybody's money out. So you do a cash yeah. out refi you pay back your investors their original capital or a portion of their original capital, but then they stay in the deal and share in the profits.
1: Yep. 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 They can exactly, they can stay in the deal or they can, like you said, or they want their, they want to get out on the deal. And they want, they want to get in a different deal or whatever, you know? Yep. It's it's, at the end of the day, it's their decision. Um, And most of them, you know, all the ones that I've had so far up to this point, like, they want to keep their money working right they want to keep it working like so then they're like okay we'll just put my money here put put my money into whatever whatever you think and then like you said then we got to show them what we're looking at and then like you said go over a thing with them and then they once they feel comfortable then we just keep rolling
0: yeah that's that's awesome man and obviously once you gain their trust by a one positive investment they don't really want to go anywhere else they just want to keep their money with you
1: yeah they just want to keep it like said, it's. I just want to keep making money
0: yeah and you've been doing this you have a track record now so it's proven yeah. that you can do it and not lose money and so you have case studies where you can show people hey here's how we did it here's how much we made uh yeah. past performance is not indicative of future results but here's our track record
1: yeah and the other thing the big thing with, and you you know too but the big thing was um and i listened to um dan fleischman quite a bit and he's very good at teaching um but the big thing about people, what people don't understand is they got say, okay, so like, say if I'm, I, I did some research on this too. And I actually had a, uh, I was in a event. I, I was got asked to teach a, or talk at an event. I did some research, did some stuff. And so the big one that I pull out, okay, so say an average, an average person makes 400 K through their lifetime on a four, on a 401k, they put in whatever, through from whatever twenty to sixty-five, right? Average is right around sixty-five retired. So in that span, the average now—I'm just saying—the average in the average four hundred one k when that person wants to retire at sixty-five is right around four hundred k. Okay, so nowadays, obviously, we know that inflation with all that four hundred k ain't going to get you jack, in hardly anything, right? After no. So when, what, when my kids, we'll understand. put it. Can we put
0: it this way? When my kids are sixty-five, four hundred k is going to buy them a Tesla. Yeah, going to buy them a car. That's how much cars are going to be when my kids are sixty-five.
1: Exactly, exactly. So what people aren't doing nowadays is with all this inflation stuff, they're not realizing that when they go to retire, it's not going to be enough. So they got to start putting money, either start like you said, you start investing it into bigger returns. And so they, so they're getting more money or, you know, like you said, because all said and done, and not only the other thing is going on is we're living longer too. So, okay. So now we're going to go from 65 to say 90, you know, the wasn't before even at a hundred. I mean, so like Dan says, like you're going to have to roughly have 1.5 million in your account to make. To be able to even, like, say, at 1.5, you would take, say, as it breaks it down, you're averaging, I think, right around 8K a month to live off 8K a month for the rest of your life from 65 to 100.
0: 8K is nothing.
1: No, that isn't nothing. Like, that's what I'm saying. People, that's where people, we got to get people to change their mindset of that, that that 401k is not going to do anything nowadays. It just, it really is not. And that's what, that's what's scary. I'm not, you know, it's scary. Like, yeah, it's not going to be enough.
0: Well, and it's also tied to the stock market, which you can't control at all.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, and there's
0: yeah, there's no um, there's no consistent returns with that. I mean, if you hold, obviously if you hold blue chip stocks for 20 years, you know, you're, you're going to have some sort of a return, but Maybe it's going to be somewhere between 3 to 5% annualized. And what are you giving investors as far as your return?
1: So I'm average, mine is more or less right around 12. On my flips, it's 12. I put 12. But like when we get into multifamily, now we got to drop it because of the longer span. So we're right around 8 8%. 8%
0: preferred yeah. return. Yes. Yeah. But then they also share in the profits as well. Exactly. So yeah. their annualized return could be somewhere in the range of twenty to thirty percent, depending on how you operate that
1: property or what that I, deal looks like. Exactly. Exactly. So,
0: would somebody want to take? I mean, this is a rhetorical question for everybody listening, but like, would you rather have three to seven percent in the stock market or twenty to thirty percent backed by real estate?
1: Exactly. It's a no-brainer. I, a no-brainer. No, no-brainer. No-brainer. On, yeah. And and we and we, and we are taught in that and like you said when we started the real estate and we were taught that right away from in the class that, you know, like you said, it's it's a no brainer. Why wouldn't you take ten, ten percent, you know, eight to ten or eight to twelve to instead of five over here in the stock market? And like you said, and not only that, but I mean Not that, so now you're gonna pay taxes on that 400, like that 400k, like I was talking about. Now he has, you have to pay 400k when you at at 65, and you gotta take that out. And and who's to know? Who's to say right now that our the tax percent might go up to whatever it might go up to? You know what I'm saying? So now they might have to pay more taxes on that 400 when they go. You know, I don't. We don't know with that part, but
0: yeah. Better to be invested in real estate and have that consistent income coming in, where you get those distributions as, as an investor, you share in those profits.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. I, I like you said. I, as far as I'm concerned, it's a no brainer. But yeah, definitely people look at it different differently. But I mean, like like you said, your parents, my parents, like they're kind of stubborn and they like work 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 all their life, and then you know what I'm saying and then save save save. And what the scary part is, uh, like, too, is like, I was listening to a podcast the other day, or it was a while ago, but um, this gal was talking about her parents. Um, he turned sixty-five, save, 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 put all this money in this four hundred one k, and and then he passed away.
0: Wow,
1: didn't get to see, didn't get to use a dime of that. And that's the other thing, and like, we don't know what tomorrow will bring us. I mean. You save, 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 and now where is that going to go? Yeah. Didn't get to, he didn't get to enjoy it. I mean, he obviously the kids will get it. I mean, like she said, I'll probably get some of it. But still, though, like he didn't get to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. So better to, better to invest in real estate and enjoy it now.
1: Yeah. Invest, yeah. right. And invest and make money. And like you said, enjoy it. Go on big vacations.
0: Yeah. All right, Jamie, for everybody out there listening who wants to get in touch with you or wants to know more about real estate investing, how do they get a hold of you or find you? are you on the socials and stuff?
1: Yes, I am on all platforms and a lot of it, a lot of us just go Thunder You can Google just hit Thunder because like my Facebook is Jamie Thundermeyer, um Instagram is Thunder um, TikTok is Thunder Um my are you Facebook
0: doing are you doing dances on, on TikTok or what? No, no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just got short videos of what either some projects, or I just say what's going on in my life. Kind of basically, just
0: cool, awesome, man. Well, Jamie, it's been a pleasure, man. I'm I'm glad that we got to actually hang out and and finally do this. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on today, and for everybody listening out there, thank you so much for listening to the Mind Your Own Business podcast it's been great having you and we really look forward to next week's show
1: thank you everybody
0: hey everybody really quick i just wanted to let you know that we do this for free we do this out of the goodness of our heart and all that we ask of you is just to quickly leave a review if you wouldn't mind it really helps the algorithm and it helps push this out to a lot more people every time you do that and if you've already subscribed that's awesome thank you so much but definitely leave a review. It really, really helps us out. And I know for you guys, it only takes like less than 30 seconds.